hi there, uh, Kirk here, Pastors Positive Mental Health Institute, sitting in uh, this hotel in Slidell, Louisiana, sipping hotel coffee. Uh, just uh, finished the conference here for the Southern District of the LCMS Church of all professional church workers, about 100 people in attendance or so, and uh, uh, just I just wanted to give some recaps on, on that and just kind of pull out some ideas and things that are helpful. First of all, we are still uh, creating awareness uh, for the need for mental health for pastors, and you would think that we're getting to the point where we don't need that, but, but the reality is uh, that a lot of pastors still really wrestle with saying, I need my congregation to uh, give me affirmation, encouragement, gratitude, um, uh, help me in conflict and stress relief, and and help me know that I can make decisions. And then the really big hot topic is, is can I be a friend with a church member? And obviously, I think that the reality is, is, is we struggle with, with uh, saying that, you know, the, the definition of friendship really, you know, as a pastor, you're still their pastor. And I kind of described it this way. Uh, my wife is my wife but I'm also her pastor. And so there is a dynamic there, right? That you have to, you have to walk that balance. Um, and so, uh, you know, but it's difficult when pastors don't have um, at least some close acquaintances, as, as one guy mentioned it. Um, it's difficult uh, for them if they don't have some of those close acquaintances, then they feel very isolated. Uh, and then actually what happens too is that pastors aren't even willing to be... Um, genuine, I want to say, there to stay in this pastoral role the whole time, which is really unilateral, right? Um, they're giving and then people are, I call it spiritually vomit, but people are looking for something from them. They're constantly giving. And that's not necessarily healthy all the time. I apologize for the audio today. Shout out to Zach and Cadence because I don't have my microphone with me. I didn't want to take it. I didn't want to lug it and bring it with me. So it is early in the morning on this Thursday morning. Um, it's October 5th, if you needed to know. Anyway, um, so just a couple of highlights from it. So awareness was the big thing, seeing awareness. Um, I really think from uh, the directors of Christian education, so some of the supporter roles uh, in the church, professional church workers, um, I got a lot of great feedback from them. They're seeing this as a real issue. And, and a lot of times they watch their pastors um, that they've served with over the years uh, deal with a lot of these these difficult challenges that negative emotions bring. Um, I just had some great, by the way, the hospitality in the South is wonderful. First time I've ever been in New Orleans. And, and we did have a fish fry the first night and shrimp fry. So um, I'll put a picture up on uh, on the site so you can go take a look at it. Um, the other things that, that was interesting is, is you see that there's, there's a, it's fun for me to watch when I present these things to see this resistance that people have because I do at the beginning of my presentation use use a lot of terms um, that are that are found in the psychology world because I mean it pastor mental health is is, is in the psychology world uh, and and so the challenge sometimes is for is for me to have to define those in the pastoral context so it doesn't feel like it's psychoanalyzing or it's it's other than and the other challenge too is is that um, all of us, and I would say that this is a common problem, not just with pastors, um, but with Christians, right? Um, I, I think that I just need the Word of God, and I should just 
that, that the Holy Spirit should be enough. And, and it's a challenge for me because God has created the church to support one another. If you look at, at how Paul talks about the body, the supporting ligaments, and how they, they, they use these things to do what? To build each other up in love. And so sometimes the, the pastors um, and even Christians struggle with, the, with depending upon others, or I wouldn't say depending, although I think it's okay to depend upon others, but looking to others to say, how am I being supported by that person? Um, and then also it's great for us to go, how am I supporting that person? And the challenge with a lot of pastors is that they feel it's incumbent upon them and their job to support everybody. Had some interesting questions um, this time around, which is great because I love just getting more research. Um, uh, one gentleman who was a former military uh, started having a conversation with me about uh, PTSD and pastor. He goes, what's the PTSD rate? I said, you know, I'm going to have to find out. And so I did some research while I was there and uh, uh, 35% of pastors test positive for PTSD, uh, you know, components uh, for those who have been deployed, which is higher than those who have been deployed. In. And so it's interesting. It's not higher than those who have seen combat. So I just want to make sure that we understand that. Um, but what is interesting is well, what are those things of PTSD? This trauma, right? PTSD is caused by trauma, post-traumatic stress syndrome, uh, and so we we see this uh, as you know. What do we deal with? We have some great joys: baptizing babies, being there when people get married, uh, you know, celebrating a new life, uh, re receiving people who have received the gospel and and uh, been forgiven of their sins and that joy. Um, and so and if you're in a church that has, you know, receives new members, that's a fun thing too. Um, but we also deal with a lot of trauma. Um, the wayward kid and the parents uh, at their wits end, uh, marriages that are crumbling, uh, traumas, emergency room calls, uh, deathbed all the time, right? We deal with, with death quite often. Um, and so it's one of those things that, again, and one of the things that one pastor friend of mine said years ago is that we were not created to deal with death, and that's why it's so hard for us, um, which is a beautiful thing for the whole plan of eternity. We don't know how to deal with it, and so God drives us uh, to, to seek Him, um, you know, so that we know what what, what lies um, be, before us when we take our last breath. So that was an interesting comment, but then he also asked about suicide rate in pastoral ministry, and there's not a lot of research. I reached out to Dr. Ray Jean Pressel Bell from Duke Clergy Health Initiative, and and she uh, said there's not a lot of statistics on it, and, and got me in contact with a research assistant, and um, and she said you know there has been an uptick at least in her denomination, and, but there's no studies on that, and so. Um, I'm, I'm going to just kind of poke the bear a little bit and see if I can find out a little more about that and see, you know, why that is. And I, I, I suspect it's it's not. I, I do suspect it's higher, but I don't suspect that it is uh, significant. That's a horrible thing to say, but I mean, anyone, every death is significant, right? Someone committing suicide. But but we'll check into that. Um, if you know of anyone or any church leadership that could give me some insight, please let me know. It is 5.40 in the morning here, so I'm a little, a little, uh, needed my coffee, that's all we're going to say. Um, so some other things that came out of, of it was just great conversations with guys, um, you know, having them come up to me and say, you know, I never thought about it this way, and this is really helpful. And, and one thing that's interesting is I find that the younger generation, I would say under 40, that are represented there, really receive this mental health 
um, idea um, with a lot more ease. And again, some of that is because the mental health awareness has been greater in their generation. Um, a lot of the guys who have been in ministry for a long time, some of them really value it because they're like, oh, okay, yeah, I have all these things to pull from. And so I can see how God has sustained me and how the Holy Spirit has used people to, re to encourage me in the middle of conflict, to help relieve my stress, right? To help me actually uh, in conflict relief. Oh, they really make me feel a little bit autonomous, like I, like I can stand on my own. They, 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 they value my opinion. Um, they, and, so, um, and so those are some things that are, that are interesting to, to look at. And then I, you know, just pray for some guys that are in crisis, right? You know, a, a lot of times when it, if a pastor's there and, and they're struggling with uh, their call right now, they're struggling in their current congregation, and what this does is it brings up an opportunity for them to have a conversation with me about it. And then I can follow up with them and encourage them. So um, I want you to just, uh, I would just say, ask you to be praying for pastors, uh, praying for pastors all over uh, the world, all over uh, the nation all over your community and for sure your pastor um, and so it's just been a great week looking forward to being home obviously as I get ready for another conference next week uh, but um, it's just a great thing that uh, that I get to be part of this that I get to help pastors and churches flourish I get to help my own congregation and my congregation is awesome uh, I feel supported uh, I know that they love me um, and again, I do practice what I preach when I do these seminars. There's a tool that I give out that's a regular thing. And, and when you start doing it all the time, you start recognizing it much sooner. And you're able to go, thank you, Lord, uh, that you have placed these people in my life that encourage me, that build me up, that affirm my calling. Um, and so um, I just want to encourage you, uh, if you know someone who would benefit from the work that I do, please uh, have them reach out to me. I will put my contact in the comments as always because uh, uh, it's hard to say drtriplettpmh at gmail.com because there's a lot of letters, right? Um, and so uh, I'll put it in the contacts. Please uh, like uh, the video. Please subscribe and please share. Uh, again, what I'm finding more and more is that this is a topic, pastor's mental health is a topic that we've done a lot of negative work on. And so it's easy for us to go, yeah, we're stressed, we're depressed, we have a lot of anxiety, we feel burnt out. Easy. I mean, that's easy. Again, part of the helping profession, that's an easy thing to see. Uh, and so uh, this idea of, well, how do, we, how do we have tools to get out of that? Because I think sometimes pastors and people in the helping profession are like, well, that's just the way it is, you know? Um, and so to think about how, wait, I, have, I actually can combat negative mental health if I have some positive mental health strategies um, and these strategies are ways that the Holy Spirit can help me. Uh, and, and so, uh, yeah, read the Bible, pray, seek the Lord, but also know that you are part of the body. And the body is to build itself other, one another up in love. And when it's healthy, that's what happens, right? So we want every part of the body to be healthy. And if one part of the body is, is the one that's doing all the work, it gets worn out, right? strained muscle type thing and the other part of the body needs to do something or it finds itself strained and so we need to really work together to help the church flourish so look forward to talking to you again soon again like subscribe and share thanks